0: for the end of the world this is your community spirit show about caring sharing and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it let's bring back the circle again circle of family circle of friends the circle of being wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of mother earth this is your community spirit coming at you live and local here on your community radio wdbx 91.1 91.1 FM, community radio for southern Illinois. Now we have a special guest on our line up. here. Uh, can you say something or so we know that you're in the studio? Or I guess so that we know that you're technically not in the studio but can hear us. Alright, can you hear us? Can you hear us now or? I can kind
1: of hear you, it's pretty buzzing.
0: Okay. Yeah, you should be able to hear me a little better now. Oh yeah, that's nice. I am getting a bit of an echo, though, so I I will try to keep Uh, my talking to a minimum. (laughs) But you're coming in clear.
1: Yay! So did you already do the talk about spring membership drive?
0: I haven't yet. You can go ahead and get into that that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because today is the first day of spring.
0: Yes, well, actually, yesterday things, was the yesterday first day of spring, spring this year. Uh, but, yeah, uh, spring, yeah, this is the spring, first full day of spring. Full <laughs> spring. So, yeah, the membership drive is on now. its We are offering the WDBX Community Club. Members can give any amount per month, starting at $15, uh, for getting uh, some part of the community club. Um, it's a source of regular income for the station, you know. It's it's good to know when you're supporting community radio, it's good to know how much of a budget you have. And your contribution through the WDBX Community Club makes that possible. At fifteen dollars a month, you know, that's pretty cheap. That's if you think of it at a day, you know, it's fifty cents a day. It's not too bad.
1: That's pretty interesting. I think we have just thirty community radio stations across the nation. And it's really cool that we have one In our little town of Carbondale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky to have one here in Carbondale. I mean, there are big cities that don't have their own community radio station.
1: I mean, it's a very rare thing. I mean, Chicago doesn't even have one, and they're a big city.
0: Hmm.
1: In case you didn't know, they're a big city.
0: Yeah, I've heard that Chicago may be bigger than Carbondale. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it may be. So, yes, yeah, I actually have
1: uh, it where they take out, you know, a, a little bit of money each month for yeah. my donation. So it's pretty easy. You just, you know, you the credit card number and they take out just a little bit each month. So it's not very worrisome.
0: Yeah, and you can go ahead and give us a call. Uh, uh, six, <clears throat> Excuse me, 618-457-3691, 618-457-FM91. To make your contribution to the WDBX Community Club, and yeah, like like Ora said, it's ta- you can have it taken out once per month. That way, it's easy for the station because the station knows how to uh, budget based on our contributions, and it's easy for you because you just do it one time, and it's just a little bit a month. Then after that, and it's automatic.
1: Well, I have a couple of good n- n- news. Number one, it's spring. Yay. Number two: Paris bans cars.
0: Mm-hmm. makes
1: transit absolutely free to fight pollution. Air pollution is about as romantic as wilted flowers, chaplets and corked wine. So the record-setting smog that has settled over the city of love in the past few days is definitely damping the mood. Unseasonably warm weather has triggered unprecedented air pollution levels in Paris. So over the weekend, the city responded by offering free public transportation and bike sharing. Similar measures were taken throughout Belgium, which also reduced speed limits. But that wasn't enough to fix the problem. So Paris and 22 surrounding areas are taking more extreme steps banning nearly half of the vehicles from the roads. So basically, um, you know, on Monday, every vehicle that has an even registration number will be banned. Um, And then, you know, unless the air quality improves dramatically, then odd numbers will be banned on roads on Tuesday. Now, I take it that this is a temporary measure, but it might end up being a long-term, because they actually do this in Mexico City have for years. Basically, you know, I forget which day, but, like, Monday is odd numbers, Tuesday is even numbers, and it's the last number on your license plate. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, it might be a preview for the future. I mean, they're doing it now as an emergency measure, but if the pollution keeps up, they may have to do it again.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're being serious about it in Paris, they have about 700 police officers will be stationed around checkpoints, and there's a $31 uh, fine for violators. You know, and they've, they've done this before back in '97, um, but this is the first time um, they've done it so widespread with the the bicycle
0: sharing and the free public transportation. Yeah. I mean, they talk about people complaining, but I wonder if there are some people who are happy, like, oh, wow, I get free bus ride, I get, you know, uh, public transport, I get to do car sharing. All right, so let's see. We do have some other good news here. Well, yeah, we've got a lot of good news today, actually. <laughs> Maybe, I think in honor of the pledge drive, we're trying to get excited about what we're doing here. Uh, renewable and, renewables dominate new U.S. electrical capacity. All right, well, at least there's some first good news here. First, the good news is we can break out the champagne. The overwhelming majority of new U.S. electrical capacity is coming from wind and solar, according to the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. FERC just released its monthly analysis for February, and the Sunday campaign—hey, that's the word sun and the word day, <laughs> it's, it's not about the day Sunday—they uh, released their research and advocacy organization promoting sustainable energy, and they summarized the findings. Wind and solar provided 80.9% of new installed U.S. electrical generating capacity for the month of February. And for the first two months of 2014, renewable energy sources—biomass, geothermal, solar, wind, water—they accounted for 91.9 percent of the 568 megawatts of new domestic electrical generating installed. Now, coal, oil, and nuclear provided none, and natural gas and uh, one uh, milliwatt—excuse me—of other provided the balance. So that's a lot of new energy, and it's it's mostly renewable. Now, there is a downside, too, though. I mean, the current U.S. energy portfolio is still overwhelmingly dirty. I mean, the new stuff is tending to be renewable, uh, clean energy, but the stuff that exists, well, not so much. Renewable energy sources, including hydropower, now account for 16.14% of total installed U.S. operating generating capacity. Well, that's a start, but the U.S. is a massive energy consumer, the largest in the world. To reduce our greenhouse gas emissions, we'll need to keep up this pace of renewable expansion while simultaneously taking the coal, oil, and gas offline. And that's going to be a lot of work. It's
1: a big deal. Yep. Another big deal, scientists to Americans. This climate change thing really is a big deal. Mm -hmm. One of the world's largest and most influential science organizations is launching a new campaign to cut through the noise of climate denialism and help the public understand the threat of climate change. The American Association for the Advancement of Science that's A-A-A-S, kicked things off on Monday by publishing a 20-page report entitled What We Know. The gist? We know that climate change is real, it's risky, and demands a serious response. These are the three R's of climate change. Quote, We're trying to provide a voice for the scientific community on this issue so that we can help the country help the world move this issue forward, end quote, said AAAS CEO Alan Lesnar, said during a call with reporters on Tuesday morning, quote, if we don't move now, we are at tremendous risk for some very high-impact consequences, many of which are laid out in the report, end quote. The AAAS has also assembled a panel of 13 leading scientists who make public presentations and try to spread climate smarts far and wide. The American Association for the Advancement of Science.
0: Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I, I'm glad to see scientists finding ways to translate their knowledge into more uh, terms that can be understood more by non-scientists. I mean, I, I came up with this idea earlier this week that maybe when scientists speak in public about climate change, they should have interpreters, you know, as they're saying, like, you know, 97% of research papers have indicated such and such, and the interpreter in the background can be saying, ah, we're all going to die from climate change, we need to do something. Because, you know, the science itself is very, it, it presents data, you know. It's all of these facts about what has been discovered and sometimes it takes someone to break it down and explain in, in no-nonsense terms, well, this is really serious. All right. Speaking of serious, let's get into this one here. Over 5,000 ask Illinois Attorney General to investigate permits at Peabody Strip Mine. Now, we talked about this issue last time. There were people protesting blockading the road because the road was being misused. Now, over 5,000 people signed a credo mobile petition In just a few days asking Attorney General Lisa Madigan to halt logging and review the permit for a Peabody strip mine near Quality, Illinois. So the petition asked, I'll do a quote here from the petition. It says, Due to the extraordinary number of unaddressed issues and permit inconsistencies and errors, we call upon Attorney General Lisa Madigan to file a petition requesting an internal administrative review of the Department of Natural Resources decision to allow Rocky Branch strip mine. So yeah, thousands of people have signed on to that petition and uh we're still waiting on news for how the they're going to respond at the state level. The, we've got a little bit of a story here from the author Will Reynolds who uh visited Rocky Branch uh during this the protest and such. Uh he he says he visited with a mix of sadness and inspiration uh this week. It's heartbreaking to see the area depopulated as Peabody buys homes and drives out its neighbors. Uh, But it's inspiring to see people stand up to one of the biggest corporate bullies in the world, right in Peabody's own backyard. I'm inspired by them blocking the road to make Peabody follow the law for a change (laughs) and obey vehicle weight limits. The Rocky Branch neighbors are standing strong to take every chance they've got. So yeah, the petition was launched, too, by someone... Uh, I believe we may have even had on the show years ago uh, someone who's been doing forest activism around here for a long time, Sam Stearns. He's got uh, some good quotes to say about the battle coming up. Um, Let's see, let's get down to this one. In order to win short-term battles to protect our land, we have to take a long view of the campaign. We have to adhere to the principles of endless pressure, endlessly applied. You cannot rely on corrupt state agencies to tell you when it's time to give up. That is like asking the opposing team what you should do to win.
1: <laughs> I mean it's interesting to me that they are really pushing hard to do this in spite of not having the proper you know paperwork and permits. That's how desperate companies are becoming to make money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a combination of that desperation and also the the history of Peabody. I mean they have done this before even when times weren't all that desperate. <laughs> I'm sure they're pushing for it now because they're trying to get every last ounce of uh, fossil fuels out of the ground that they can before someone stops them and shuts down their whole business model. But uh it's not the first time they've done something like this.
1: It seems kind of like a trend. These larger companies just pushing ahead to make a bunch of money and then paying the, for the consequences later or just declaring bankruptcy.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then the executives gets the pay, but the people are left with the costs. Well, it's good though to see people. Just as there's a history of Peabody and other corporations doing this, there's a history of popular movements resisting it and seeking their own rights. So it's glad to see that that history is continuing as well.
1: All right, so spring is here. That's one of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Actually, coming up is National Agriculture Day. Hmm. So, today is Friday. Did you know it was Friday? Hmm. Today is Friday, the 21st of March. Now, I always thought the 21st was the first day of spring. You're telling me the 20th is?
0: Um it changes each year, because it's based on the equinox, and the equinox is slightly, you know, well, our calendar is slightly out of sync with the equinox, I'll say.
1: Okay. So today is
0: Fragrance Day. Yeah, we haven't developed technology yet to send you fragrances over the radio waves, but so you can imagine whatever fragrances you like or find some by you. (laughs) We also have coming up, now we're celebrating this a little early with a goofy radio show, but Saturday is National Goof Off Day, day to goof off, have fun. Relax. Do
1: you, think, do you think they schedule on Saturday and purpose, or does it change days?
0: That's a good question. I may want to look up if that's one of those ones that changes, is like the first Saturday or you know whatever Saturday of the month.
1: Sunday is National Chip and Dip Day, and also Near Miss Day.
0: Yeah, Near Miss Day was an asteroid. I think when was it? I think it was in the eighties. A huge asteroid almost hit the Earth, and <laughs> it missed, so everyone was happy. All right. We also, like you mentioned, uh, oh, I've got to mention this one. This is a kind of weird one. National Chocolate-Covered Raisin Day, coming up on Monday.
1: So I looked up near Miss day. It's always March 23rd, and it's the day that a huge asteroid nearly missed hitting the Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It was, you know, it came within a half a million miles of collision. So...
0: That's pretty close in astronomical terms. I mean, that's a long way on Earth, but in space, that's not very far.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if it had hit the Earth, it says here that it would have created a crater the size of Washington, D.C. I'm not saying that's not a good place for it to land, but... I do have friends who live there, but I was thinking the politicians. So... (laughs) But what... It doesn't say what day that was. Oh, here, 1989. Hmm. So...
0: Yeah. So coming up on Tuesday, also for National Agriculture Day, there's also Pecan Day. So I guess people who grow pecans get to celebrate twice on Tuesday. And it's Waffle Day. Sadly, waffles don't grow on trees, but there it is. How
1: about this one? Wednesday is Make Up Your Own Holiday Day. (laughs) So it will be your community spirit day. Yes. (laughs) We're going to have to remember that. Put it on the calendar next year and plan something for your Community Spirit Day,
0: huh? Yeah, maybe it'll become a national holiday. (laughs) And Thursday is National Joe Day. Uh, I looked this one up. This is for people. If you don't like your own name, you can go by Joe on uh, Thursday. Just everyone will be called Joe. (laughs) To
1: celebrate spring... Under Happenings, of course, we have the Carbondale Community Farmers Market. Every Saturday from 9 until noon inside the Carbondale Community High School. Of course, the farmers have been doing a really good job of growing things indoors in their greenhouses this winter, and that's why there has been a winter farmers market for the first time. Well, no, this is the second year, right? But... This one went completely through the season, and a lot of good stuff was edible, eatable. How do you say it? Hmm. Half-sensitive. Eatable. No, I don't know.
0: Yeah. All right, and also, this one goes right along with that happening. It's the puppet-making workshop. Now, we've mentioned a couple of puppet-making workshops that are leading up to the All-Species Parade on Earth Day. The next one is coming up, actually, at the Farmer's Market. It's coming up on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Carbondale Community High School. Uh, this this is a series where environmental art educators, uh, along with a group of puppet makers, will be visiting youth-based organizations with a series of workshops. This time, Johnny Gray of SIU's, SIU Carbondale's Communication Studies Department will be doing some instructing there with the puppeteering. So he's preparing, uh, uh, yes, he's preparing all members of the community who want to participate for Earth Day's All Species Puppet Parade on Tuesday, April 22nd. Uh, if, you're, if you'd if you like to volunteer to assist with the teaching, or if you'd like to, if you would like to participate in the puppet making, you can contact kbrussell at gmail.com for more information, or you can just show up on Saturday at the Carbonell Community High School, 9 a.m. to noon.
1: It sounds like fun. Get get prepared with the animal puppet of your choice for the all species puppet parade birthday, huh?
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun. And I've done a I've been in a puppet working excuse me puppet making workshop before, and it it is fun. You get to make a a creature or a plant. You know, in this case, it's going to be animals, but so a, a big puppet that you can show people in public and be part of a little play.
1: All right, Saturdays, the weekly vigil for peace and justice from 12 noon till 1 p.m. at the Carbondale Town Square, that's the corner of Illinois and Maine. The weekly vigil for peace and justice happens every Saturday from noon till 1, standing up and standing out since December 2001, sponsored by the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois and Fellowship of Reconciliation.
0: Yes. And I'd like to mention again a happening that's going on right now. It's the WDBX Spring Membership Drive. You can give us a call at 618-457-3691 to become a member of WDBX. Since I'm talking on the air at the moment, it may be a little hard for me to get your call, but as soon as it's the the middle of the hour, I will be around to do that. 618-457-3691 For just $15 a month That's just 50 cents a day You can help keep this station on the air Get all these good community happenings This environmental news And all the music you get on your other favorite shows at WDBX 618-457-3691
1: And in celebration of spring There's a plant sale Logic, the local organic gardening initiative Of Carbondale and SIU Sustainable Farm are hosting a planned sale in the Faina Breezeway next Tuesday, March 25th, at 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. They will have spring starts, bag planters, and tons of delicious baked goods made with produce from the farm. All the funds will help keep the two projects in tip-top shape for the upcoming garden season, tell your friends here's a chance to get some baked goods and get yourself a start by buying starter plants.
0: <laughs> That's exciting. I like baked goods and I like plants. so <laughs> It's a good deal. And uh, we're going to be working on a garden over a guy house, so maybe we can get a couple of starters there at their table. All right, another happenings. Oh, I actually don't have this one on the list. I neglected to put this one on there, but I remember it luckily. Uh, coming up also on Tuesday, there's the Red Bus Tour is coming to Carbondale. The Red Bus, I believe it's redbusproject.org. It's this, this big double-decker red bus that's traveling the country with a thrift shop inside of it. And all the proceeds go to orphans, to supporting orphans who need support because they've lost their parents. So you can, you can support it by buying clothes there. They're going to have a lot of cool clothes. You can support it by donating some clothes and it's going to be parked over by the Newman Center on South Washington here in Carbondale. Uh, I believe it's going on all day on Tuesday.
1: Now, mark your calendars for next Saturday, not this Saturday, next Saturday, March 29th, in the Murfreesboro Event Center. It's the Lifesavers Spring Fling Dinner Theater. Spring is really around the corner. That means it's time for the sixth annual Lifesaver Spring Flume Dinner Theater fundraiser scheduled for Saturday, March 29th. They will have a great dinner by Cristados, a fantastically diverse silent option of can't live without items, and a whole new lineup of entertainment. You can purchase tickets online at the website, thelifesavers.net, or you can call 618. 618- 549-5578. And if you're not familiar with this program, Lifesavers is a nonprofit, peer support suicide and crisis prevention skills training program for high school, middle school, and college. And they've trained over 3,000 young people in the specialized skills that help themselves and each other make healthier decisions.
0: And, most importantly, stay alive. Yes. They're a really good organization. I could have used something like that in high school, honestly. So I'm glad to see they're out there doing that work. All right, well, this is looks like we're actually finished on time. This has been another exciting, informative episode of Your Community Spirit. Hope you've enjoyed it at least as much as we have. Uh, once again, 618-457-3691 is the number to call. And, uh, we, most, most of all, the biggest happening is, or as mentioned, is spring. Spring is here. Spring has sprung. So any last words before we go, or? Alright, well we all right. will go ahead and see you here next week on the radio.